looks like the truth is flipped upside down. Okay. Listeners, I'm yeah. glad you could join us. Hi, guys. Johnny's glad, too. Yes. My name's Daniel. John. Welcome to our side of the road. Um, give me a sec. Just knock oh. back the cool one. Cold Fresca. I've got a monster Swiss chocolate. A Swiss chocolate monster. It's pretty good. We're still uh, screwing around with the mics. Oh, is that, so, uh, is that way too loud? Is that better? Um, let me see. I'm going to switch that. Okay. Should be a little better. Oh, wow. Is that sensitive? I don't know. It says minus 10. Wow. But you know what? We'll just... Do what uh, everyone else says and fix it in post. There you go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I don't need this microphone or headphone in my ear. Uh, it's been a while, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, what has happened? I'm still on my reprieve. I'm, I'm going, hopefully... You have to forgive me if, if I start scratching my back a little. I got a sunburn a few days uh. ago. And it's at the itching point. Let me tell you something, young man. <laughs> I would have got burned because, oh, that's one of the big things is with this time off, um, which has been great. The stay-at-home wife thing is awesome. Um, highly recommend it. But I've been doing a whole bunch of landscaping, and I had made sure, because I'm L-sensitive today in the beginning of the summer when I start doing stuff with my shirt off. I usually get burned and then say, okay, it's done, and then I, I'm fine for the rest of the season. But I was like, no, I'm going to slow walk this, so I actually put sunscreen on every time. Well, that's cool. Uh, I do not put sunscreen on. <laughs> I put vinegar on my sunburns. Yeah. Or at least I'm supposed to put vinegar on my sunburn the day it's burned. Yeah, and actually the quicker the better. Yeah. Well, Saturday... Totally forgot. Right. Sunday forgot. Monday, I'm at work, and it started itching. Now, this kind of an itch on Reddit, they call it Hell's Itch. Oh, yeah. Okay? This kind of an itch I haven't had for years, 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 years. Like, so long that I don't remember the last time I had it. Because, for years and years... I was just automatically put vinegar on my sunburns. Mm. The vinegar, it's mildly acidic and it chemically burns the burned skin mm. and changes it so that it doesn't itch. Mm. Okay? Now, some only some people suffer from hell's itch and other people are like, what's your problem? Why are you being so dramatic? Mm. It's... It's an indescribable sensation. It's an itch that scratching doesn't fix. Mm -hmm. So not only is the skin tender from being burned, so you don't want to scratch it, but also scratching doesn't do anything to remove the itch. And it's a kind of itch where, no joke, it was causing muscle spasms. Like, I couldn't <laughs> type. You remember seeing, I posted a, a Captain Kirk screaming yeah, meme yeah. on Facebook. Right. It took me about 10 minutes to finish typing that because the itching was causing muscle spasms. I couldn't oh, type. Weird. I am, it's, I saw on Reddit people were saying it makes you suicidal. Oh, like you genuinely consider filleting your back. 
or nice. flaying your skin off to make the itch go away. It's maddening. And since there's okay. no... I'm not Sean Long. Yeah, there's, there's no blood. Not, there's no, no you know, weird fluid discharge. There's no visual sign. So people think you're just making it up. People Daniel, think you're just being dramatic, you know. Right. When you're totally not being dramatic. I'm still screwing around with the microphones here. I'm totally folks. not being dramatic. Um, it's real. I actually decided to take time off unscheduled, which impacts your attendance record, to go home three hours early, and I stood in the shower for almost four hours straight. Oh, right. Because the shower didn't have to be hot or cold, just mild, you know, warmish. That shower, the individual little pounding, it was like scratching it without actually scratching it. Just thinking about it, it's making me itch now. Yeah. Um, I'm coming out of the sunburn. It's it's in the peeling stage, but right. because it's dry skin, it itches just a little bit. But I stood in the shower for four hours. I would get out of the shower, and as soon as the skin started to dry off, you know, as soon as the water started to dry off, it would start itching again. I'm like, nope, back into the shower. And I thought, well, while I was at work, I thought, oh... I remember something about vinegar with a sunburn. I was supposed to do that. So I ran to the store, got vinegar, didn't help, made it worse. I had to go home. While I was at home, tried, um, my wife has this weird, you know, fancy moisturizing lotion, made it worse. I had to jump back in the shower, rinse it off. Tried just straight up petroleum jelly to try and lock in the moisture. No, made it worse. Just slipped off everything. Couldn't just even, couldn't even couldn't even lean up against the wall. Just slipped down. Oh. So I am not kidding when I said I just stood in the shower for four hours as the water was slowly moisturizing the skin and also trying to get rid of the itch, and it eventually went away. Right. And I eventually fell asleep and I woke up and it still itched a little bit, but instead of being a ten, it was down to like a one or two. It was manageable. It was ignorable, yeah. and it's been that way. Since uh, since Monday, it's day and night. It itches just a little bit here and there, but it's ignorable. But yeah, that's so. If you see me shifting, yeah. that's because just you're just yeah. kind of being sneaky. No. So anyway, yeah, yeah, good times. So I I uh, been on a landscaping frenzy. So folks, I, we don't want you to come around because that's creepy. But if you do. His front, the front of the house looks really nice. Thank you. I. Got, what's funny is it looks good. It's I spent so much time on it that you get so used to it because it took me a couple weeks. And uh, and I, what's ridiculous is when I get on it, I can't stop until it's done. So it's like uh, don't stop. Yeah. What you don't stop. And so, but with my schedule being kind of screwed up. With my wife working the way she is, and you know me trying to do this unemployment thing and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, I so uh, you know we, our schedules are all screwed up. My schedule is all screwed up, so I don't go to bed till like three or four in the morning. So sometimes you can see me outside at about two or three in the morning digging like chunks of grass out of the backyard and stuff. Cause uh, yeah, I'm I'm all messed up. So my flashlight, I'm still landscaping at two in the morning. 
But uh, I, I oh so anyways, uh, it's nice to hear that people think that it looks nice because you know when you spend time on it, you get so used to it that you just know every you know little thing about it. So you look at it, and you're like, eh. You know, because you've been doing it, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, and anybody else notices that you're like, oh, okay, that's what I wanted. And your fire pit looks professional. Really? Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I got a big old fire pit in the backyard. It's 47 inches across. I said if I was going to do it, I want to have it big enough to where I can run a spit, uh, like, I've always, well, and... Like in the movies. With the crank? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's t- totally, because um, uh, I want to be able to smoke and barbecue and all kinds of stuff on it. And I, I was like, uh, I kind of was going to, this is a traditional circle pit brick, um, and the, if you can imagine it, it's kind of the corner pieces that make, but I let it go naturally how big it was going to go if you put these bricks together. It ended up being 47 inches across, and I was like, that's big, but it looks like a, a castle might be emerging possibly out of my yard, <laughs> but um, I, then I'm going to landscape. I've been, I've been working the fronts done um, as far as I can get it for right now, and then uh, the back is the next part, but I just got my garden in and done. Oh, so you and your wife. I'll have stuff for you. <laughs> as long as it's not zucchini. No zucchini. Nobody wants zucchini. Dude. Everybody grows it, and then they try to give it dude, away. let me tell you something. I it's got like, destroyed. So, guys, if you can picture this, I, I always do a garden. Uh, I took one year off to let it recoup because I really, I did corn, and it sucks every, corn sucks everything out of the ground. So I, I let it sit for last year. Now I'm back. But I cut it down. My whole backyard essentially was a garden. And I was telling somebody I did not have enough time to weed or do anything. Uh, all I had was enough time to get off of work and start picking until I had to go to bed. To, it was just too, way too much. So I took it all back. About a quarter of my yard now is an <coughs> actual garden. And I'm only doing the essentials. So... <coughs> I'm not doing zucchini. <coughs> um, I'm doing a lot of cucumbers, a lot of tomatoes. Um, zucchini is what people leave on other people's porch porches. That's that's like the mild version of the flaming bag of poop. Yeah, yeah. And and let me tell you something. If you want, if you don't want to go all out for the flaming bag of poop, you yeah. can do. A Walmart bag and, and with some zucchini in it. You know why it's better than a flaming bag? Of and you open the door and you're like, ah, got me it. And got me yeah. again. And it, I already had zucchinis <laughs> and people are giving you zucchinis. And that, what's funny is. Hey, no bags back. Yeah, what's bad <laughs> is this is what sucks so bad about it is you feel so obligated to keep them that you just sit, sit them on the counter and like, well, shit, there's people somewhere that would... So you let it sit there forever until they get moldy, and you're like, God, this is exactly why this shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to get away from that because you become the zucchini uh, spaghetti squash pusher yeah. where you got a jacket, and you're just like, hey. You, you want to buy a zucchini? Yeah, and they're like, dude, I've had enough. And like, on, everybody wants some. I'm not even talking about my wiener either. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's a zucchini down there if you want. Well, anyways. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, check out my zucchini. Yeah. Ew. No, I mean no, real really, zucchini. Really. Look, it's I green. It. green. No, we're saying ew. Can you see your penis instead? Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> we don't before... want zucchini so bad. Will you please take? We would rather you flash us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, zucchini, your weenie. Okay, uh, folks. Before we get too deep into this, we're already like twelve minutes into. Oh I need to God. hit pause and then listen back a little bit to the audio and make sure it sounds okay. good. This is what normal, uh, like normal podcasters do before they start recording for legit. But we we were on a two deep. We're not. We're not. Normal podcasters. Yeah, Daniel decided. We're John and Daniel on the side of the road. <laughs> Daniel decided to do a three uh, three pass parade. He went back and forth from my house to his house because he kept forgetting <sighs> stuff. Kept forgetting stuff. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay, sounds good, Johnny. Cool. So, I got a little bit of a follow up from a previous episode. Okay, remind me about Holmes and Watson. Okay. Yeah. Go for it, Holmes and Watson. Oh, oh no! You can go ahead. I just, I that is what popped in my head. So no, you can. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, so, dude, Holmes and <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a big Will Ferrell fan, and uh-huh. but I'm an even bigger John C. Riley fan. Yeah. Okay. And those two together are just phenomenal to me. They are pretty funny. So everybody was killed Holmes and Watson. Before it even came out, they were... You know what? Okay. They were spitting all... We're going to have to talk about movie critics versus regular Joes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're always wrong. Well... Anyway, keep going. So, I'm like... I watched it one time, uh, the first time, Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, um, it's a little different than their usual movies, but I don't know why everybody's coming down on this. So I watched it the first time, but I were watched... they expecting realism? Were they expecting? Oh well, like let, let me tell you, so I'll get to the Academy critics. Award. I'll get to the critics. It's words. a comedy. Oh, they have just no satirical. Loosen your belt. Grab some well. popcorn. And well, just Henry Rollins says, um, uh, a, "The job of a critic is the most worthless job in the world." Because nobody asked them for any of the information. They took it upon themselves (laughs) to to, to keep, you know? And I was like, that is the most brilliant way. He's like, it's a job that nobody nobody wants from anybody. You know what I mean? It's like the most, it's like a tax collector. But um, uh, anyways, so then I I watched it in the mindset that it's going to be a shit movie. Well, then I look at the box office. Dude, it was bad like uh they did make their money like they were a couple thousand shy they still came under so it's still considered a bomb but like overseas it only made like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars like wow, it was bad but they ended up making like 52 and it would cost like 54 to make or something so it, it wasn't a total flop but people ate the living crap out of it but then you see a lot of the other people are like what are you guys talking about like this is every movie they make like yeah so i get to watch it and i'm like oh it's like going to a michael bay movie wait where are all what are all these explosions for exactly exactly um you know who michael bay is right he does explosions yeah oh yeah they got him for the sun (laughs) michael bay who sun sun burst 
because he always did the sunburst oh, yeah. all the time. And they gave him shit until he finally stopped doing it. It's like, damn, dude. Like, yeah. You, you go to a Will Ferrell movie, you better expect you a Will Ferrell movie. You don't shake your goddamn finger at Michelangelo and go, put clothes on those people. Like, yeah. I mean, my gosh. Anyways, yeah, who's going to a Will Ferrell movie and expecting anything but a silly but comedy? It's, yeah, but he's smart about how he does stuff. Like, it's really smart how he... Like, even when on Talladega Nights, he knew, he said, we did that movie knowing nothing about NASCAR. We went in and... Even Stranger Than Fiction was a funny movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I, I watch it and I go, oh, it's, I think it's a little too smart for the room. Or people don't understand Holmes and Watson like a lot of us did uh-huh. growing up. Like, we, more younger, you know, like... Uh, the old time radio hours and stuff like that, where they you know do stories. So I think we were a little bit more into that because you listen to them and it's pretty smart, funny stuff. Like um, like Futurama. Uh, Futurama yeah. is super smart. Yeah, funny. yeah, and it kind of has that feeling. But it's it's it, they're spoofing Holmes and Watson, but they do it from a <laughs> so John C. Riley is. Trying to be his equal as hard as he can. Uh-huh. And that's what is making it funnier than hell because, <laughs> and I don't want to give anything away, but there's a part with um, Hugh Laurie and uh, um, Will Ferrell, and they do this thing, and I don't want to give anything away. And John C. Riley tries to get involved, and it's the <laughs> best scene in the world. And I'm like, how do they? So, guys, do yourself a favor. Watch Holmes and Watson. It's if you guys kind of know a little bit about Sherlock Holmes mystery Bob, you'll really enjoy it. It's it's PG thirteen, um, but the, you'll have to. It's a little bit more on the. Um, uh, you kind of have to pay attention. I think that's what uh-huh. throws people off. Like there isn't big loud things happening all the time. It's. More what they're saying, yeah. You know, kind of more Pink Pantherish. Remember those movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of more like that. So, so get do it. And I've watched it like four times, and I every time I'm like, okay, I'm laughing in all the same parts. You know, these these are witty jokes. Like, <laughs> like Will Ferrell throughout the movie is they're so nonchalant about these hardcore drugs. Because it's around that time. Oh, so yeah, heroin and heroin cocaine. Heroin and cocaine, and... yeah. And it's just, like, anything. Like, somebody has something go wrong, and they're like, would you like some heroin? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just stuff like that. Oh, my God. And, like, how off the classes of the sexes were and stuff. And they're making jokes about, you know, the yeah. woman's like, I'm making 30%. Or, I'm now making 30%. Uh, by wage, and men are making whatever, you know, they're just like, oh, same, same arguments, you know, yeah. like all the time. You know, speaking of movies, so I recently started watching a, a kind of genre of movies that I just, I've become addicted. It's the crappy, crappy 70s and 80s and early 90s sci-fi and fantasy, like the... Oh, yeah. Just a horrible, like worse than B-movie, just... Like, we're talking, like, Flash Gordon was bad. We're talking under that. No, we're talking, like, $200 budget. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. some friends got together, just the worst effects. Mm-hmm. 
the worst acting. It's yeah. just, you can tell. I, I sent you a, a message about one of them I started watching. I was just laughing because none of the punches and kicks were connecting. You could oh, totally no, no. tell. But you could tell they were having fun doing it. Oh, and yeah. I was like, do you know what? I, oh, wow, that fresco. <laughs> I want to do a crappy movie like that. Oh, just totally do it. A homage to the genre. Yeah. A homage to the people who are desperately trying to make an awesome movie. Yeah. But I'm not trying to make an awesome movie. You know? You're an awesomely bad movie. Yeah. yeah. I want to make a movie that's so bad, it's it's beautiful. Oh, dude. There's, like, tons. Like, we used to watch uh, Hard Rock Zombies. Dude. And the scenes were ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the there's all these heads rolling down the hill. And they're all, like, you look at it, and you're like, jeez. they're, like, taking it. <laughs> and this old lady is, like, picking one up, and each one, she's like, Charlie? Charlie, are you over here? Like, crazy, just stupid, stupid stuff. That's some of the dialogue. It's just horrible. Yeah. It's yeah. so cliche. I love yeah. it. And I've just, I've been watching that at lunch at work, and I'm, like, just laughing out loud at some and of this all stuff. all those Edwards, old ones, and stuff, Plan 9 movies and all that. Those are so So, um, real quick, I wanted to do a follow-up on a previous episode where we talked about um, SSRIs. Oh, yeah. So, I've been off my SSRI for, I don't know, when was the last time we recorded? Was that in... Something like that. So, um... I've noticed that, so originally I was going to go back more than a month from now and have a follow-up with my doctor, but I'm going back Tuesday. I'm like, I, I can't do this. Not right now at this stage of my life. Um, I'm more agitated. It takes an incredible effort to find the same inner peace that before it was really easy, you know? Uh, and I'm never satisfied. I'm a grouch. I feel like I have cabin fever a lot more. And I have these really incredibly weird and vivid dream sequences. Mm -hmm. Completely random, mm -hmm. but clear and just weird. Just. And it's not like how some dreams you go most of the dream with a coherent storyline or a coherent circumstance. Mm -hmm. These, it's just one thing to the next to the next. It's just completely random weird stuff, but they're vivid. Just weird. Anyway. Dude. So, Tuesday I'm going back. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll stay on mine probably. And, and, you know, I think I was telling you the doctor that I was seeing was a military doctor. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, she... Specialized in PTSD and, and uh, uh, and my doctor, we, we she mentioned how some people are on it for the rest of their life and some people oh, are only on it for a little bit. And I thought, well, I want to see if I can be off it for a little bit or only on it for a little bit and uh, then come off. And I'm like, uh, no, we're not right now, like maybe uh, five years from now, uh, but uh, honestly, I've been on it for 20 years around there, and every time I've gotten off, it's I've got a year, probably has been the longest, and I end up back on it. My wife and I have some things that we're going to start doing. Um, like, has to do with 
houses and cars and, you know, the, the grown-up boring garbage. And I'm like, no, for the next couple of years, yeah, just, I, yeah, when, when, I need some stability. Well, and, and the more uh, the SSRIs and stuff just don't. But I'm still running. Oh, yeah, cool. Still running. I've been running at midnight. Holy cow. I, oh, yeah, so I think I was saying it a little earlier. But yeah, I go to bed about 3 or 4. I'm so screwed up. But I work. I, I'm constantly working on the house. Uh, I don't know how it is in your guys' land, but, dude, our, the houses around us are selling like yeah. mad. Well, that's what my that's kind of what my wife and I are looking into. We're going to try and see if we can take advantage of this bubble. Yeah. And make some profit and go do something else. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to jinx myself. Yeah. That always happens. I always jinx myself <laughs> when I start talking about things. But anyway. Uh, well, it's, it's just, it's good. It feels more comfortable. Like, my house was about... 20% under what I paid for it in 2008. Mm-hmm. And now I can make a healthy profit. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I was going to mention briefly, I got two complaints. So you know me, I like linguistics. I subscribe to a History of English podcast. I love linguistics, <sighs> right? I'm one of those weirdos. Yeah. One of the things that bugs the crap out of me is when people say, speak truth to power. That is a bunch of nonsense words. They're trying to add a bunch of feeling to it, and it sounds stupid. Okay? Yeah. The the phrase, speak to something, mm-hmm. that's wrong. You don't speak to something. You speak about something. You speak of something. You don't speak right. to something. You speak to a person. Sorry. Okay? Uh-huh. The, the verb to speak, it's a transitive verb. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, it can be intransitive also. You can say, I speak. But in English, there are many verbs that can be either transitive or intransitive. The transitive form of to speak means to speak to a person. There's a transmission of audio, okay? There's a transmission of verbal communication. You do not speak to a topic. You speak about a topic to a person. And so when people say, oh, well, can you, like in an interview, I listen to podcasts all the time, and in interviews, they'll be like, well, can you speak to blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, stop it. You speak about a topic. You speak of a topic. You speak to a person. You speak to a recipient of the communication. Anyway, and speaking truth to power, you speak truth. But you don't speak truth to power. That sounds stupid. Don't say that. Mm-hmm. That's the quickest way to get me to turn off. I will shut off my ears. <laughs> and I'll start thinking about guns or video games or movies. Uh, and I will stop listening to you. Right. Anyway. Yeah. I okay. I wanted to bring so, up those two guys. So, now you can help me with something. Because I literally... Could not even go down the rabbit hole. There was no rabbit hole. This was a hole that a rabbit started and ran into a rock, apparently. <laughs> because I couldn't find jack shit yesterday. It was pissing me off. Slaughterhouse rules. Okay. The term? Mm-hmm. Is it a term? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Now, I, I thought, thought it was a movie. It is a movie. Now, I thought it was an old movie. And it kind of is. 
I thought it was in, now there is called a Slaughterhouse Rules. There's a book called Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse. And then there's, there's the Slaughterhouse Rules that were put in place in 1872, but they're not, they're called the Slaughterhouse Papers or something like that. Okay. So I don't know if it's attributed to that, but I thought it was like an older movie. There was a movie in 2004 with a whole bunch of people that are no names called Two. Yeah, and there was a 2018 version. Now there's a new one with Simon Pegg, Slaughterhouse Rules, with a Z. Yeah. But what the hell does Slaughterhouse Rules mean? If you pull up Slaughterhouse Rules, you will literally get a download of the rules put in place for slaughterhouses in the United States. So there is Slaughterhouse Rules. But I'm wondering what the hell that means. And everybody's heard of it. You can talk to people. Everybody's heard about it. And, but they go, oh, I don't know. I think it's a movie. And I'm like, yeah, but when did you hear about it? And they go, I don't know. I've kind of always heard about it. I go, yes, but what does it mean? It, it, you'll, it'll drive you absolutely bad crazy. And There's cider house rules. Yeah, but slaughterhouse rules. Had you heard that? You never heard that term. Uh, I've heard of them. I think I've I mean, heard the of the movie. movie but... literally just came out this year. But I heard about it. I thought I heard about it years ago. So I don't know if it's a term that's like a loose term that people use or if it's not a term at all. And I've. I wonder if it is related to Cider House Rules. I have no clue. Because there is a Slaughterhouse Rules. There's a book called Slaughterhouse Rules. And there's another one called Slaughterhouse or Slaughterhouse or something. And they. It was like a four months in-depth documentary on slaughterhouses. But it's been used, and it pops up here and there, but I'm like, wait, is it a term? Where did it come from? What's the, what are we talking about? So, cider house rules has to do with rules which you have no way of knowing because it comes from the book, comes from migrant apple pickers. Yeah. You can't understand okay. the cider house rules. So the term cider house rules has to do with rule, urban dictionary says, refers to rules which you could have no way of knowing. Yeah. So I wonder if slaughterhouse rules, that term, I wonder if it's related. It could be because, well, and there was... Because if you don't know the rules, see, I've never seen the movie or read the books. Oh, Um, don't. No, I'm just saying, if you don't know the rules... But you're referring to a slaughterhouse, then yeah. maybe it has to Could do be. with you yeah. don't know the rules so you die kind of thing. I right. don't know. And I thought it was an old movie, so I thought Simon Pegg had remade a movie. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So I go back, and there is a, there's a movie in 2004. There's a book called Slaughterhouse Rules, not with a Z, with an S. And I, I knew there was a book about it. <coughs> but I'm like... <coughs> <coughs> Uh, needless to say, being the cinephile I am. Wow, Urban Dictionary's got some messed up definitions oh, yeah, they do. for some of these. Look up Miniman. No thanks. Oh, sure. <laughs> Guys, don't look up Miniman. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, there was something else. I'm just looking through emails and topics. Oh, okay. here, let me go through some movies since I, I have had time... I've watched a lot of movies lately. Um, the one, uh, you know, another good comedy is Baywatch. They, they, they gave a lot of shit to that one, too. But it's... But they, it's 
it's, made it. They did it that way on purpose. Yeah, they wanted it. To oh, be, that's what I was going to say about Holmes and Watson. They're like, like he Watson goes, um, does a finger shake, and he goes, "Your head is not made for hats," and he does it like a. Like yeah. a girl, like, snaps his finger and everything. Yeah. And they go, they wouldn't even know what that was back then. And I'm like, you <laughs> asshole. Like, you're not kidding it. Like, oh, and if you see corrections, it's ridiculous. Like, somebody will make a, uh, like a reference, like a pop reference. Yeah, they purposefully do something. And they're like, Martin Jackson wasn't in 1702. And you're like, like yeah, duh, sure. they know that. That's not supposed to be funny, you <laughs> jackasses. Uh, so stuff like that. But um, Baywatch was funny and it's goofy and everything else. Um, I just watched a weird one with Seth Efron. What was that? Oh, Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I watched Captain Marvel. Yeah, it was entertaining. I'm going to have to switch to that because I was really excited about this one because it had so many stars in it and it was just... It's one of those where after you sat through you're like, a dollar fifty. I probably should have just went with gumballs. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, what else? There was, uh... I've been into buying DVDs, I think I was saying that, because they're so cheap now. Yeah. So I just get tons of them. And we watch a lot of the same movies over and over again, because we like, like... I'm so stoked for Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Coming in November. I'm probably going to dump my Netflix mm-hmm. account and go with Disney Plus Disney instead. Plus, yeah. Only because you get all of the Marvel movies, all the Star Wars movies, all of the Disney movies oh, that yeah. are made. Probably not Song of the South, though. I, I doubt that will be there. Dude, and what sucks is I. And I see it now, yeah. you know. And Pixar, National Geographic. I loved those, you know. I love those, and I hate that they. I hate what they represent and everything, but those were so like I didn't understand. Yeah. I was a kid, like yeah. you know. But that was a. It was shot pretty, and you know. I don't yeah. Know. It just sucks. I get it, and everything. You know. Oh, oh, uh, John Favreau's. Lion King. Oh. That's going to come out. Did you watch the, his... Do you know what? Movie? So far, none of the live-action adaptations of old animated features look at all interesting to me. None of them. Did, did you watch Beauty Jungle the Book? Beauty and the Beast. Um, Jungle Book one, that was okay, but then they had... That's John Favreau who did that one. Yeah, but they had the wrong kind of voice for Baloo, the wrong kind of voice oh. for King Louie. I know. Bill... I know. I did not say that. I love, I love that guy. Wait. Bill Murray, I love that guy. And Christopher Walken, I love that guy. But they do not belong voicing those kind of large animals. You have to have a much deeper voice. Guys, I know why I built that fire pit now. To destroy Daniel. No, I just, I thought thought he did it really cute. I thought he did it really neat and real, like, separate. I wanted it separate from the movie. Definitely. He would rock at voicing characters, but not a large animal. A large animal needs a deeper voice. Just I'm talking about the mechanics of the vocal cords and the lungs and, and all that. A large animal needs a deeper voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but did you know that here comes your deeper voice, mother effer? Uh, <laughs> did you see who's coming back to do Mufasa? Uh-uh. James Earl Jones. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, I did hope that <laughs> Baseball. Yeah. I posed for a nude once. <laughs> My dong was there for everyone to see. Okay. Listeners and John. Look up on YouTube. Oh, God. Vader Sessions. They took clips of Darth Vader and took a bunch of James Earl Jones lines from a bunch of other movies. And they... You know what? Here we go. Johnny, I need your hotspot. Oh. Okay. While you're fiddling with that... Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. Let me see if I can pull this up. While we're talking, Johnny, we need to have a moment of silence for all of the podcasts that have given up. Okay. Is that long enough? I have a list here. Dude, are you serious? I don't even want to look. Dude, okay, guys, when we started this podcast is about the time I stopped listening to podcasts. And it wasn't that I wanted to. It started because I broke my iPod and I just never downloaded them, and then it ended up being a couple years, and now I don't know what the hell. Which going. one's your hotspot? Uh, four. Starts with four. I don't have anything. Here, let me click. Samsung phone. Oh, four, there it is. Yeah. Okay, and then you have to type in the password. Oh. So, um, I just don't want to say it really thing. Common sense. Dan Carlin's Common Sense podcast. Oh, no. He stopped. He just gave up. He's like, I, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm yeah, just going to so only do hardcore history. Oh, well, that's good. Henry Rollins gave up totally on his. So he, Dan Carlin's still doing hardcore history, and now he's doing hardcore history at Dendum. Two different... Oh, oh, guys, if we have... But he stopped doing um, Common Sense. So Dan Carlin is awesome. I probably said it before, but I'll say it again. If you want to know anything about any subject, like World War One, World War Two, you will come out of his podcast knowing absolutely everything about it, but it also but sticks only, in your head. But only for a little while, because it does leave, and you end up telling people, oh, it's so great, he was... He, he mentioned this one thing I don't remember. Oh, what. they are long. Yeah, they're like four <laughs> hours long each one. Okay. But he'll break them Vader up. Like, he had a great one on Genghis Khan and how that's where they were going through. Okay. Uh, um, how he he's kind of the one who came up with all the ancestral stuff, I think. Okay, Johnny. Yeah. Here, you plug in your other headphone. Get a little closer. It's a cord that's hanging down. It's right there. Oh, it's right down there. Plug your headphones in there. Plug it in, plug it in. Now, let me see if this is recording. Oh, well, he's messing with that too. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually... Hey, that's true, though. They can have him say whatever, because... They... Uh, 
<laughs> Here, watch. <laughs> that is hilarious. Come here, it gets better. Hold on. Wait till uh, Princess Leia shows up. Okay, here she is. You'll have to down, or you'll have to. Oh my god. <laughs> nice. Uh, you, you'll have to attach that. Uh, well, I'll have to attach that so you yeah. guys can see it. Oh, that's all Listeners, nice. just go to YouTube and look up Vader Sessions. God, now, I was watching the, the Audacity recording wave thing. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be recording the audio from that, and it didn't. So I'm just gonna have to dub it over. Okay, but that's okay. okay. I saw. I, saw still, I was noticing that too. But that's uh, hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, uh, we were talking about James Earl Jones with Lion King, oh, but oh, then Lion we started King. talking about. So I'm totally excited podcast. about the Lion King. Well, I was gonna say. Podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Keep that ones that are going away. Another one, <laughs> Valiant. <coughs> this dude did about four or five episodes. And the whole podcast was about, like, um, Medal of Honor winners. You know, those kind of dudes that did awesome things in wartime. Anyway, he did about, like, four or five episodes and then just stopped. Um, podcast of Doom. He went for a few years and then decided, I, I'm not doing this anymore. This has been great, but I'm too busy. And I'm like, no. Um, it was David Appleson, that guy... He had kind of a really mellow voice, mm-hmm. so sometimes he sounded... He, he was totally reading it. Mm-hmm. Like, he would type up all of his podcast content and then just read it. Yeah. So he didn't have a whole lot of life in his voice, but the content, like how he arranged all the facts and, and everything that he put in there, mm-hmm. it was just, I loved listening to it. Yeah. Um, Caustic Soda. I've heard that one. Yeah, I listened to f- for years on that one. Um, Pop-Up Chinese. It was, oh, it was funny. Pop-Up Chinese had some of the funniest skits. What they would do is they would do a skit in Chinese, and then afterward, they would pick it apart line by line, and it was for people who were learning Chinese. Some of them were so funny, the skits. It was like, um, one of the things I remember is the the doctor comes in, it's like, are you... The, the boy's father is like, yeah, what's wrong? The doctor's like, well, um, it's kind of difficult to say this, but um, we did the x-rays and, and everything, and it looks like your son's brain is only about 30% the size of other kids his age. And the dad's like, I don't get it. And, and the doctor's like, He's stupid. He's he's straight up stupid. 
And the dad is like, I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, right. Then the doctor's like, oh no, it's hereditary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there someone else I can talk yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. And then there was another one. It was Good Cop, Good Cop. Oh, yeah. And there was these two guys who was like, um, one of the cops was like, you better talk or else I'm going to get you another coffee or something. It was just, it was funny. But that podcast, for some reason, they just gave up on it. Um, it could happen here. That was a podcast. Folks, just remember, we don't get political in this podcast. But the podcast, It Could Happen Here, was pretty political. He talked about um, the potential for the coming second American Civil War. And all of the pod, or all of the politics and, oh, and, and stuff. No, not anymore. And then there were a couple of podcasts that I thought went off the air. I thought they gave up on them. And it just, what happened was they changed their URL, and so my podcast reader stopped picking them up, and I just had to go find them again. One of them was Dangerous History, so now I have a backlog of Dangerous History podcast episodes, and Range Minded, the podcast from the local Independence Indoor yeah. Shooting, those guys, they had a podcast, and then they changed the URL or something, and I didn't realize, and in both of these podcasts, I ended up, like, I, I tagged them on Facebook going, hey, how come you guys gave up on your podcast, blah, 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 nothing, because they're probably thinking, gave up on our podcast, we didn't give up on our podcast, we've been recording the whole time, yeah. no, it was this bozo who didn't get notified that the URL changed slightly, and my podcast reader didn't catch, didn't catch it, and so... I've got a backlog of range-minded and dangerous history episodes that I gotta listen to. So, Johnny, whenever I go on a big trip, I don't tell social media because I don't want. I'm paranoid about someone coming to my house and stealing my stuff while I'm gone. Like you, you always have that danger. But if you tell social media, suddenly you're advertising that the oh, house yeah. is going to be empty. Well, recently. So, you know, I traded my motorcycle to my dad. Yeah, yeah. I had a 400, uh -huh. and he traded me uh, a 1500, yeah. a Vulcan 1500 that needed a little bit of work. Well, I did that little bit of work, and when he came down to visit, he was like, I was like, well, here, here's your motorcycle. He's like, I don't want your bike. Right. Sell it and give me the money. So I sold it, and then I was like, hey, i got to send you that money. He's like, don't send me the money. And I'm thinking, oh, no, here we go. He goes, use the money to come visit me. And I'm like, okay, all right. Now that I know that I'm not paying for the gas money to come visit, yeah, I'll totally go visit. So I took almost a week off work. We loaded up our trailer. Oh, he was also like, oh, hey, by the way, it's less gas for you to go to Nampa to pick up some steel from Pacific than it is for me to go up to, like, Springfield or Independence or some other. He's like, it's less gas. You're visiting anyway. So I just ordered some steel. Can you go over to Pacific and pick it up for me and then bring it to Missouri for me? 
<laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I picked up a bunch of steel from Pacific Farm, threw it in my little trailer. And then he was like, oh, hey, by the way, Missouri doesn't have any building code. So people do whatever they feel like. No one cares. They use PVC, the white PVC pipe for sewer lines. And then every once in a while when it freezes and their sewer lines crack, they're like, eh, just dig it up and replace it. And my dad's like, why don't you use ABS, the black stuff? It doesn't crack. And they're like, why bother? Just use PVC and then just replace it when it cracks. My dad's like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So he had, he couldn't find P or ABS sewer pipe anywhere near him. He's like, can you please just run to Home Depot and get these lists? And he gave me a list of pipes and fittings, and I'm like, yeah, sure. So I threw those in the trailer, and then we threw all of our our you know duffel bags and and a cooler and all this stuff in the trailer, and we drove to Missouri. Well. I had a 23-inch monitor sitting in the back, you know, just behind the driver's seat, driver passenger seat, and I had my 400-watt inverter, and that monitor only takes 23 watts. And I'm like, ooh, sweet. The DVD player only takes, like, 25 watts. So we had a DVD player hooked up to it, but only for the USB plug. And we'd have these little flash drives with bunches of movies on them. We'd plug those in, and the kids would be watching movies. Now, if you drive straight through, it's 24-hour drive. Yeah. 23 and some change. Yeah. But you've got a wife and kids that need potty breaks all the time. Yeah. It took us 48 hours. Yeah. 48 hours of driving. We left. When was that? We left Saturday midday. Uh-huh. We didn't get to my dad's property till Monday midday. Right. We're driving all day, all night sometimes. We've got a hotel or motel... Um, when was that? Was that Monday into Tuesday or was that Saturday into Sunday? I don't remember. Sunday into Monday. Anyway, so during those 48 hours, I don't remember if it was Saturday night or Sunday night that we got a motel. And anyway, so we show up Tuesday or Monday morning or Monday midday-ish, mid-morning-ish. We do our, our visit and offload a bunch of stuff for him. And, and anyway, and then we go and sleep at some other people's house because my dad's house isn't finished. We go sleep at some friends of his, their house. They have a guest room, a big guest room. We sleep there. And then in the morning, we leave. So we leave Tuesday morning. And I'm thinking Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that should be plenty of time because i got to go back to work by Friday. Mm-hmm. So we leave Tuesday morning. It's a good thing we left early Tuesday morning. Oh, here's the doggy. He's like, hey, you guys started the podcast without me? How about, come on, what? He's like, oh, okay. Uh, here, let me hit pause. And now to work. So it's a good thing we left early Tuesday morning. Tuesday, I think it was... We drove, we got a motel, I think it was... Oh, you're positive. Sorry, I'm screwing up here. It's all right. So anyway, we left Tuesday morning, or Tuesday midday-ish, mid-morning-ish. No, it was Tuesday midday. We wanted to leave Tuesday morning, but, you know, visiting with family that you haven't seen in a while. Um, 
So we left Tuesday midday. We drove, drove. When did we... Was that Wednesday? You know, it was all a blur. Now, at one point... Oh, traveling is just... Yeah. And when your traveling goes through Idaho and Wyoming and Nebraska, Wyoming and Nebraska together. Yeah. So anyway, and then a little bit into Arkansas, or no, not Arkansas, Kansas, a little bit into Kansas. Mm. So part of our drive back had to have been Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. We stop at a gas station in the middle of Nebraska, get out of the truck. Oh, it was. It was crazy early Wednesday morning because we I had tried to drive all night Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Or tried to drive all night Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Stupid early in the morning Wednesday. Middle of nowhere, Nebraska. Now, Nebraska itself is a retarded state because they only have 4G mm-hmm. around Lincoln, the capital. You oh, leave right. Lincoln, Nebraska, You're screw you. Screw you. Yeah. Screw you. No 4G. Right. No 3G. No cell data. Holy God. No cell data, and you might have, like, talking and texting here and there. So we're in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, in a parking lot. And I'm like, okay, I had a good nap. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning. I go to start the truck, and it clicks a little bit, and then just nothing. So it had clicked the ignition into the on position, and then just broke. So I couldn't start it. I couldn't do anything. Mm. And I'm like, oh, man. And I also realized I had forgotten all my tools at home. Mm. So I'm like, okay. So I went into the gas station, mm. bought a screwdriver for six bucks. Mm. It was a buck fifty screwdriver I had to buy for six yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. Come back out. And I start taking <coughs> the panel apart. Mm. Okay. The, the panels around the steering column. Mm. And I'm looking around trying to see if I can see what's broken. You know, the more things I take off, you know, I want to be able to see if I can see what's wrong without taking stuff apart. So I can tell there's something wrong in the ignition, the core itself. I'm like, okay. Well, luckily it's in the on position. So I get out, pop the hood, and I use that that screwdriver to jump the starter relay and get it started. I'm like, okay, we'll just... Drive on into Idaho. We'll just do the rest of the drive without shutting it off. Mm-hmm. So we're driving along. Later on in Nebraska, it was later on that morning or midday that afternoon, mm-hmm. we're at a different gas station. And I'm like, no, that's not good. The engine needs to rest for a little bit. I need to be able to shut it off. So I get out there, and while everyone else is eating their lunch... I get out there, I'm looking at the steering column thinking maybe if I pull one of these plugs, one of these electrical plugs, it'll send a signal to the computer to shut off the engine. And I'm looking, I pull one of the plugs. No, that didn't do anything to plug it back in. What I ended up doing is I accidentally wiped the memory for the remote. Well, I had managed... To, I was pushing on this and pulling on that, and I managed to pull the steering or the ignition core out. Mm. And I could see what was broken. The very end of the ignition core, there's this little piece of metal 
that rotates a thing inside the steering column. Okay, mm-hmm. so that very end of the ignition core was broken. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like, oh, okay, well, can't fix it. You know, it's physically broken, but at least now. I know. I'll jam a screwdriver in there. <laughs> so I take, I go and I, and I take my Leatherman. My Leatherman. I was I was stupid that morning and I forgot that I had a screwdriver on my Leatherman. So I grab my Leatherman and I use the flat screwdriver in and I jam it in there and I turn it and it shuts off and I'm like, good, okay. So I let it sit for a little bit and then when we were about ready to go, I stick the screwdriver in to start it. And I click it to the on position. I get out, use the other screwdriver, do the jump, the relay. Nothing. It will not start. It'll turn over like there's no tomorrow, but it will not start. Won't even try. And I'm like, oh no. Did me pulling the plug off that little electronic thing under the ignition, did I just do something? And I'm like, oh man. What have I done? So I call up, and I'm like, oh, I'll bet you, oh, yeah, this key has a chip in it. So I'm like, okay, i got to hold the key next to the ignition. Screwdriver in there. Nothing. I'm like, so I call up a bunch of different um, car repair places, and they're like, oh, I don't know. Um, and one of the car places, car places is like, I'm not so sure you could wipe, because I was thinking maybe I wiped its memory of the key. Oh, right. The chip, you know, because you've got to program a key to that car. And I'm like, oh no, I hope I didn't wipe What's your the family chip. doing at this point? Are they like, what Just the hanging out. Yeah. They're like, whatever, we still got time. Yeah, blood's still pumping. It's still Wednesday, and we don't have to be to work. I don't have to be to work till Friday. No. They're like, nobody's ready. we'll figure it out. Yeah, nobody's dead on the freeway. Everybody's... Call my dad. He called, makes calls. There was a bunch of phone calls made. So, my dad comes back, and he's like, or no, one of the technicians, he was like, you can't wipe the memory of the key chip assigned to that vehicle because if you could do that just by unplugging something, anytime you changed out the battery, oh, you'd need yeah, to reprogram yeah, the key. Sense, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So the, it, I didn't erase any memory. I only re- re- erased the, the keyless because one of the guys, he was like, okay, what you need to do is hold the keyless up to it and take the key and turn it on turn it off, turn it on, turn it off, like three times, mm-hmm. and it reassigns to that keyless thing. Mm-hmm. Well, sure enough, I was able to re- reassign the keyless mm-hmm. to the ignition, and I could get the locks to, to work, but still, it wouldn't start. No, 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 just like that. And I'm like, ah. Well, then my dad called me back, and he's like, okay, this one guy I talked to, he thinks it's in theft mode. And about that moment, I'm sitting in the driver's seat. I look at the dash, and the theft light is blinking. I'm like, oh, why am I so stupid? Mm-hmm. If you try to start it uh, yeah. without the proper key, mm-hmm. which I have done about a month ago, I wanted to get a copy of the ignition key. Mm-hmm. I go to try and start it. 
Same thing. And with the Thephthalite blinking. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, why am I so stupid? So it thinks it's being stolen. He's like, you just got to lock the doors, then unlock the doors, and then the key has got to be in the ignition. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Do all that, blah, blah, blah. Stick the key in the giant gaping hole where the ignition core used to be. Yeah. Just stick it in there. And then I stick the screwdriver in there. Fires right up. I'm like, ah. Okay. So now it's Wednesday afternoon. I'm like, we still got time. We're still good. Yeah. Wednesday afternoon. We drive, we drive, we drive. We drive in to Wyoming. And we're like, do you know what? I'm not driving all night again. I don't like doing that. Yeah, yeah. So we get a cheap little motel. And there was a whole big story. There was a big to-do with one of those motels. They were trying to charge us way more than what set online. Mm-hmm. And my mom... We know this lady who used to work at a motel, and she was like, oh, yeah, they do it all the time if... And my mom tested this. She goes, those motel clerks, if you look sketchy, they'll start adding fees and fines, and just extra charges, just because. Ow. And my mom, she tested it. She went into a motel, and she wanted to get a little room, and the lady was like, oh, yeah, it's this much. And at that moment... Someone called up the motel, and while the lady is talking on the phone, the lady on the phone requested the exact same thing that my mom requested, and the lady on the phone told her a different number. Oh, wow. And so, anyway, we were like, no, screw this. So we went to a different motel that it was one of those motels like what they make horror movies at. It looked like crap, but the dude at the front desk was super nice. That's all. Didn't need our credit card, didn't charge us extra for the dog, didn't charge us extra for this or that, and nothing. He was like, yeah, 65 bucks. Yeah, that's how it's That's it. And we're like, sweet. That's how, like, Riggins in those places are. Just I gave those guys five stars. Yeah, hell yeah. Because you don't go there. You don't go to a motel for the experience. You go to a motel to fall asleep. Yeah. Well, especially on Take a shower and fall asleep. Unless you're on a honeymoon or a day. And guess what? The shower was awesome. It was like the whole room, the whole room was kind of a crappy motel kind of room, except they had spent money on that shower. If you're standing in the shower, you'd be like, this is nice. So I took a nice shower, crashed on the bed, fell asleep. Oh, and they had a nice giant TV too. And I was like, that's all you ever... money needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, and so I gave those dudes five stars. So that morning, so this is Thursday morning. Oh, motorcycle in the background. Um, Thursday morning, we get up and we're like, okay, we still got 24 hours tops. So we start driving out in the middle of Wyoming, Elk Mountain, Elk something, Wyoming. Driving along, 70 miles an hour, going downhill, and I feel a little bit of a vibration and a bump. Mm-hmm. I look in the rearview mirror, and there's pieces of tire on the road. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't remember driving over pieces of tire. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap, it's me. So I pull over onto the side of the road. Sure enough, one of the trailer tires had completely shed yeah, yeah. its tread. I think I showed you a yeah. picture. It had shed the whole tread, but it stayed inflated. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. So I was like, okay, 46 miles to the nearest tire shop. Mm. 
I can do this. 20, 25 miles an hour on the side of the road. Biker hazards on. For 46 miles. Jesus. My wife is like, it took us two and a half hours. Yeah. Part of that was construction. So from my house to my dad's house in Missouri, there was construction here, construction there. You know, there'd be some construction, then there'd be no construction. Mm -hmm. Well, part of the construction between Elk Whatever and Rollins, Wyoming, Mm -hmm. they funneled, you know, the freeways onto, it was like one lane opposing traffic kind. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad because there's no shoulder for me to creep along on. And during the construction, they slowed you down to 65. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's still way faster than what I want to take this tire. Uh, Because it's driving on the threads. It's driving on the the steel. Yeah, yeah. You know, the steel cables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to tick off a lot of people. But I got to do it. And so I pulled out onto, you know, at the very last minute. There was big breaking cars. Pull out on there. I'm creeping along 25. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm pushing it. 25. And people are starting to line up behind me. I pass by one of the construction guys in the white pickup with the the bright orange flashy lights on top. And he sees me and he's looking at me like, what are you doing? Uh And I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, when I notice there's a lot of people behind me, I like pull over in between some orange cones Uh on the shoulder I'm like, okay, and I let all these people go, and the dude in the truck, he comes up behind me, and I get out, and I'm like, and I explain it to him, he's like, okay. He realized, okay, this isn't a douchebag, he has a problem. He's like, okay, do you know what? For a little ways longer, pull out, and I'm going to be behind you. With my orange lights going, and I'd rather someone plow into me than plow into you. So we do that for a while. But then he starts doing something, and I'm like, it's not going to hurt me to pull over. So I pull over again, and he goes, okay. I get out, and we talk. He's like, okay, do you know what? And my wife, we're cruising along. My wife is like, why can't we drive on that part, the other freeway that they... That the, you know, they do yeah. toward us off of because there's nothing going on yeah. over there. I wish we could drive over there. Well, shortly after that, I'm talking to the dude and he's like, okay, I'm going to drive through, I'm going to drive through the median here. You follow me slowly through this median. We're going to get back onto the other freeway that the it's people aren't on. He's like, I would rather drive through and make the 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 because there's some construction going on there's some graders and stuff like that he's like i would rather those guys be upset at me briefly than someone come along and and plow into us so go ahead and probably all cool yes so we sure enough we make it that way all through the construction afterward he was totally chill once he understood our problem and i was like I cannot express in words how awesome you've been. Thanks, blah, blah, blah. It was great. So we get back out onto the freeway. We're cruising along. We get into Rollins. We get into Rollins about noon, okay? Noon Thursday, and I've got to be work Friday morning. Noon Thursday, middle of Wyoming, okay? So we get into Rollins, and this tire shop is the one tire shop in town. They're busy. Oh, really? 
and they're busy with emergencies because they're in the middle of nowhere. <coughs> Probably the only place around. They get a little bit of business from Rollins. <coughs> And then they have a bunch of emergencies, you know, sure. just like us. Yeah, but you're you're willing to at so, least put some effort in. There's people calling and all kinds yeah. of stuff, I'm sure. So we pull in and we explain, blah, blah, blah. My dad had called ahead to those guys and told them he needs two new wheels and two new tires. And I get in, I go, no, I don't. I need one used tire. That's all I need. One used tire. And he's like, yeah, I think we can do that. <laughs> so he goes, eventually, and we're, and the amount of time we spent hours at this tire shop because they were busy, and I'm bothered about it, but I understand they were busy. Okay. So he takes forever. He comes back. He goes, hey, um, we don't have any used tires in your size. Mine were like R16s or R17, something like that. He's like... Or, no, 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 mine were um, 205s. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't have any used 205s, but I do have some 195s. And they're smaller, like noticeably smaller. I can't just, I, I don't want to replace just one. So how about we do this? We do two used ones, and the one good one that you've got, we'll put that as the spare. And I'm like, okay, that sounds good. And then... Long time later, he comes back. He goes, "Hey, I hate to say this, but one of those used ones, it was bad. I don't know why someone put it on our used rack. So we only have one used tire for you." And I'm like, "Fine, I don't care. I only need it to get me to Boise. Yeah, that's all I need. I just need it to get me yeah. home." So I'm like, it. "Will it get me home? Will it get me to Boise?" Yeah. He's like, "Oh yeah, I should get you." And I'm like, "That's all I care yeah, about. Yeah. I don't care what it looks like." Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so finally, it's. Tuesday afternoon, uh, and we're still in the middle of Wyoming. Right. I'm like, okay, we finally get out on <clears> the road, <throat> and I'm like, we can't stop. I've got work in the morning. We drive all the way through, all night, coming up through Grandview and coming up to Mountain Home, past Twin Falls, that area. I'm like, oh, I'm, exactly, I'm exactly the way you should not be driving. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing the nod and If I were in the passenger seat and it was my dad, I'd be like, Dad, pull over. No, get Let me drive. Yeah. Well, my wife was like, do you need me to drive? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I shouldn't be driving, but I don't want, you know, you might be drowsy too. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I napped a little bit. And I'm like, okay, yes, okay. So we pull over and then... She plows all the way through, like, from about the Twin Falls area, mm. straight on through Three and a half home. Hours, yeah. Straight on through home. And I dozed here and there. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Well, what's funny is we are we stop at Rock Springs on our way just barely into Idaho, okay? Yeah. And I'm like, it's 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I haven't run today. Oh, yeah. I need to run. Yeah. So just outside of Rock Springs, I'm like, I'm a little drowsy. My wife, she's like, I need to take a little bit of a walk. I'm drowsy too. And I need to run. So we pull over onto the side of the road, onto the shoulder. Again. And I get out just as a cop is pulling up. 
And he pulls up, and I'm like, okay, here we go. A couple of cops get out, and they're like, hey, uh, how's it going? You okay? Blah, blah, blah. And I explain, we're just trying to get into Boise, and we were feeling a little foggy. We're just getting out to clear our heads. And they're like, oh, okay, well, uh, do you have any idea on you? Blah, blah, blah. And hold on, hold on. I know that under certain circumstances, you don't have to provide ID. Uh and under certain circumstances, they're not allowed to ask for ID. But they were friendly, and I'm not an a-hole. And so I was like, yeah, do you know Here you go. I'm there. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's calling in. He just He's just trying to make sure I'm not some weirdo. I don't have a warrant. You know, I'm not, like, yeah, trying to jump, you know, probation or something. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. You, you guys are just a problem. You guys are nice, so I'm going to be nuts. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, well, um, yeah, everything's cool. And I'm like, they were about to leave, and I was about to leave, and I'm like, hey, hold on. Um, to be honest, i got to run a mile every day. It's a thing. <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. i got to run a mile every day. Can I just pull over more off the shoulder here? Is, is that going to be okay? Because I was just going to run out half a mile and run back. It was actually 1.2 miles, but I'm not telling him that. <laughs> just like the daffy duck. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's a fucking a quarter, quarter staff, but I'm not telling him yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, actually, there's a dirt parking lot right there. Right there. Like, we were 50 feet from it. Kind of right there. Well, like 200 feet from it. But anyway... I was like, oh, I didn't know. Awesome. Thanks for telling me. And he stands there, and he's like, he looks around. He's like, go ahead and just do a Yui right here in the middle of the highway and pull in there. And I I won't say anything. Just do a Yui. <laughs> right? So I'm like, awesome. Thanks. So we do a Yui in the middle of the highway, and I ran laps around this dirt parking lot as my wife walked laps around the dirt parking lot. I was like, good. I got my mile in. It was like quarter to midnight. Oh, yeah, that's a scary one. So, got back in, and yeah, we blazed all the way home. I'm not joking. We pulled in at 5 Mm a.m. when my neighbor was about ready to leave for work. We pull in at 5 a.m. I go in, sleep for an hour, hour and a half, get up at 6.30, and go to work. I was so dead. Oh, yeah. Just... Dude, you want to hear something weird? I was, hol- I was a shell of a man, just hollow inside. So I was, I and, did that. And my, okay, my boss doesn't listen to this podcast. No one I know where I work listens to this podcast, so I can rip on this guy. Mm-hmm. He has the audacity to tell me, why do you even come in? Just go back home, go to, and I'm like, hold on. You're the guy who dinged me last time. I was dead sick and couldn't come into work. And I called in hours early saying, I can't come into work. And you were like, well, okay. And you made me take time off unscheduled, which dinged my yeah, my attendance. attendance. And now you're telling me, oh, just, why didn't you just yeah, call yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm never calling in again. And I'm never taking time off yeah, unless yeah. it's on the time off schedule because you have a cow about it. He blew up at my coworker because I had a legitimate day off, and my coworker was like, 
Can I uh, take off 10 minutes early? Because I have this other thing. There's nothing going on. And he blew up and cast a blue streak at my coworker. And, I, and we're all like, so now it's a joke. My coworker is like, why don't you just take off? You can go home. And I'm like, no, it's not on the time off sheet. It's not on the time off schedule. All right. I, and I say it loud enough that he can hear me. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I can't. It's not on the time yeah. off calendar. Yeah, right. That's so bad, especially... So, that was our trip. So, I had a tire lose its tread, the ignition broke, the door... I already told you before we started recording, the door broke and I couldn't get out. There was only... You could only get out of the vehicle... You could only get out of the vehicle from the inside through the one front passenger door. So, Saturday I fixed that, but I ended up breaking a couple things in the process. But anyway, yeah, that was uh, an interesting trip. We're still recovering from that. Yeah, no, so. true. Yeah, it's been pretty much just like I, I, I said I was gonna do what I was gonna do. Like <clears throat> when I first got this time off thing, I was like, I'm gonna do the office space thing, and I'm, I, I literally watched that movie for inspiration because it's it's basically I don't know if you've ever seen it. You're the guy because remember yeah. everyone every time someone watched that movie in our work area, yeah. they denounce layoffs. Yeah. Oh my. God. Yeah. Well, now there's more layoffs and more. Oh, because like, I want everybody to share retirements and. This is Bird Box now. I'm holding it eyes open, so <laughs> I'm forcing it. No, the it's uh, um. It was great. I literally, like, I felt like people would just be like, hey, do you? And I'm like, no, I don't want to. And I just go back to bed, <laughs> you know? And I watch movies and just sit there and just veg. But uh, all good things come to an end. I started getting to where I, okay, so I you don't. got to go I, get a job. I, well, I've never had. Uh, oh, no, I've been trying to get a job the whole time. I'm, oh, not, okay. I'm not fucking around with that. <laughs> if a job comes up, I'm taking it for sure. Uh, I'm still, uh, yeah, I work my whole One life. One of my old coworkers keeps sending me job postings. I'll send them to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because, uh, and it's 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 a little, my age versus how long I've been on a job is yeah. not a positive. And, and people, I get a lot of, oh, it's already filled. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I have, you know, I'm, I, but it's fine because I get a lot of stuff done around the house and everything, but there's a point where I have not, I never sat down in a job. I sat down for a year in a job, and what, but I, it drove you nuts. I remember it hurt my back. It hurt everything. Cause I've never, even the jobs that I was supposed to have a chair, I never had a chair. So I've always been standing. I've always been walking around. Well, that kind of started catching up, but it came out in a blast of energy so when I said I'm landscaping, dude, it yeah. is a torrent of landscaping. I've laid three, uh, laid three pallets of bricks. I've been digging stuff. I I'm gonna finally go get a rototiller, but I've been doing it all by hand, like a gosh dang Indonesian. Don't tell my wife you got a rototiller. She's gonna want to borrow it. I don't care. Every time you're not using it. Well, my dad, we've had one forever. And it's a big industrial one. So, yeah, if you want it, we can rototill it up. Because uh, since my truck's down, I have to, uh, I basically bribe people's trucks. So, uh, <laughs> well, I got a truck and a trailer. Well, I got I got a... Uh, the trailer has a new, to me, used tire on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different size, but... I, I probably would have. 
Uh, but Matt, he he's making he wants to make a dump run. I gotta oh, make okay. a dump run. So you gotta take a dump run. Yep, and we're dumping together, <laughs> which is a little weird. I love because, poop jokes. Because now you're like, do we dump? I don't know. Do you look in their eyes when you dump? Do I you, love poop jokes. Yeah. Do you wipe so each funny. other after it's done? I don't know the <laughs> etiquette, but we'll figure it out as it goes. No. So he's got to make a run. I got to make a run, and then we're gonna drop by and get the road artillery. Because I was doing everything by hand, but the parts of the garden that are not going to be garden anymore, that are going to be lawn, have to be ungardened and uncorn, Un-lawned. uncorned and everything. <laughs> and now I have to re-lawn my lawn. we got to wrap this up, Johnny, because i got to take a leak and i got to go running tonight. This whole week has been running late at night, wake up an hour late. Oh, uh, well, see, what ended up happening was I was running whenever, and it was getting hot, so sometimes I'd be like, ah, oh, damn, I forgot to run. It'd be like 3 in the afternoon. It sucks. So I just so happened, got so busy that I was like, uh, what time is it? It's 10? Well, I'm going to watch a movie. And then it got to 12, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start it since I'm already awake anyways. I'm going to start the 12 thing so I can run at midnight. That way... Right now, I've already essentially ran for the day, so I can go past midnight in the next day now because I run five minutes after midnight. So, <laughs> so, but the hard part is keeping it. If I run at midnight every time, I'm fine. Now, if I screw if I screw up and run it tomorrow morning, then it messes me up, and then I'm like, wait, when did I run? Okay, did uh-huh. I do two? And sometimes I'll forget. And then run again just to make sure. And then while I'm running, I'm like, now remember, you did this or you waved at this person. I'm like, damn it, I got an extra run in. So sometimes it screws you up. My computer keeps locking. But yeah, Um, I'm going to do next time. So essentially, if I don't get a job, essentially August 1st, I'm going to take whatever just to to get to work. And I don't, you know, whatever it is. and that's through probably the same contacts and everything like, yeah. you know, and hopefully do something like that. But I'll, I'll for sure get back August 1st. So I'd like to try to record two more times before I got to go back. So, hey, look at that. Right on time. Uh, that's... <laughs> My wife goes, I fed your dog. Nice. Notice if it's nice, it's her dog. If it's... Anything else? Sorry. Thanks. We're wrap <coughs> it. Okay. Yeah, Johnny, we gotta wrap it up. Cool. So let's shoot for two more times. And uh <coughs> If we only do one, then you know I got a job and I'm out working. And, but yeah. <coughs> hopefully, too. For some reason, I just noticed it's been recording and assigning it only to the left track. So I got to make sure that I turn this, combine it into a mono track so that it's left and right. All oh, right. Anyway. Cool. Well, it's been good. It's time to get back out on the road. Yeah, screw you guys. <laughs> we love you guys. Oh, yeah. Both of you. Yeah. Both of our listeners. Yeah, all two of you. <laughs> Bye.
<coughs> See ya.